Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Cricket World Cup Daily, hosted by myself, Eugene Berger, and the wonderful Simon Roberts, as Jono Gordon is still in Spain playing golf. Jono is unfortunately not going to be available until Tuesday, which is a good thing. Yeah. Robert, what did you make of today's game? Uh, pretty much as expected, I think, wasn't it? Mm. I'll, I'll be honest, I watched a bit of it and I was quite impressed with some of these. I mean, make a note of this. I was quite impressed with some of the Bangladesh bowling. What? 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 Um, I almost fell off my chair. A compliment. They've, I mean, Taskin Ahmed has obviously got a yard yeah. um, from the things that I've seen. He's been doing some work with Alan Donald. I don't know if Alan Donald's out there as their bowling coach at the minute or whatever, but he looks looks reasonable. Yeah. The fizz is the fizz. And then they look like they've got some potential, to be fair. Yeah. I'll give them, give them a little bit of credit. Uh, but New Zealand did just different gear compared to them. You look, look at the scorecards, Lucky Ferguson bowled rockets. I think we've just figured out, haven't we, that he bowled 44 dot balls in his 10 overs. That he did, yes. So that means off the next, or 16 balls, but obviously he bowled four extras, so that's not even great mass. Nope, nope. Yeah, 16 balls. So in 20 balls, he's gone for 49. So he's basically either gone dot or four. <laughs> Typical fast bowler. Uh, yeah, which is a steady effort. Yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Well, first um, first ball of the game, Lytton Dusk gets out caught at fine leg, which was a strange dismissal. It's the first time. Oh, by the way, and it's his birthday. Happy birthday. You know, first ball of the game, first time in World Cup history that somebody's got out first ball, and it's his birthday. So happy birthday, uh, Lytton Dusk. But yeah, I, I think then they try to rebuild Tamin, Miraz, you know, I thought um, Shaka Balasan and Mushtaq Ramin, they, they tried to build an innings together, but as we were trying to say in a couple of other, you know, Cricket World Cup daily pods that we've been doing, it's it's not the right type of cricket to be playing. Yeah, they're playing, you know, four-year-old cricket, as you said, you know, at the Cricket World Cup in 
in England. So, yeah, but I think it was interesting. I thought the ball was doing more in the second innings than it was in the first innings. So the the the, the Bangladesh bowlers of Rahman and Islam, the two left-arm openers, they were, they were troubling the New Zealand batsmen in Conway and, and Ravindra. And then Williamson, which is why Williamson batted so slowly. But... You know, as we've seen in terms of the form of the World Cup, if you absorb that early pressure, you can cash in towards the end, which is exactly what uh, Daryl Mitchell did. Yeah, I mean, Kane Williamson from the bit I saw just looked like he was having a net. He, uh, yeah, he played and missed it a few. He, he, it was a very Kane Williamson during a run chase innings, wasn't it? It was I know how fast I need to go in order to knock it off with plenty of time. Yeah, he basically said we're going to knock it off in 40, 45 overs and then Mitchell came in smokes that everywhere and that takes it down to 42 overs which is fundamentally what they did uh, I, I the more the more i see this new zealand side play the more i think they look very very good they've got a lot of bases covered for me in in those subcontinental conditions with the the seamers that they've got the experience that a lot of those guys have got in the IPL cricket yeah. um, on those particular pitches. And then you look at their spinners when they've got obviously Mitchell Sandler and then they've got two or three part-time options. And, and, and Ish Sodi obviously didn't, isn't playing at the minute because of the, the balance of the side they want to have. Mm, mm. So if it does start to spin more, you'd say they've got that option to bring in. They've obviously used Glenn Phillips, Vin, Ravindra and Daryl Mitchell, who I know are both meds, but as that kind of uh, fifth bowler option. But I think they look very, very good. And, and like I say, I was having dismissed Bangladesh out of sight. I still don't think they'll win many games, but I was quite impressed with them and it's sort of looking quite good for them moving forward, so to speak, certainly in the bowling department. I think they, other than perhaps Litton Das as a York player, they don't have, I mean, Shakib Al-Hassan's not getting any younger. Mm. Mushfika Rahim is probably still only 28, but it <laughs> feels like he's been around since about 1912. Yeah. Udullah is, I mean, I played cricket within so that shows how old he is and then some of the other guys i'm not not quite sure about but but certainly bowling wise they've got they've got really really good options and you'd have to say the next t20 world cup kind of thing i know we just had one last year but when these guys these bowlers get a bit more experience under the belt belt and playing a bit more around the world like they're going to be doing because they are high quality cricketers you'd have to say I personally, at the minute, from what I've seen so far, you'd, you'd say Bangladesh look in a better place to develop than like the Sri Lanka do, arguably. Yeah, agreed with um, that. Yeah, actually, it's a good point. So, you, like we've, we've obviously spoke about it most nights when we talk about that tier system, and those guys, those two teams are the two above. That you'd say they're sort of seven and eight in the rankings at the minute. Who's going to develop the best out of them two? At the minute, you'd, you'd have to go Bangladesh. Yeah, um, even though. Sri Lanka got 300 and whatever against Pakistan the other day. And, and South Africa. Did they? No, South Africa. Yeah. 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 And so, so yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Other news to come out of this game was that Cam Williamson is back. He didn't look particularly fit most of the way through. His his knee seemed to be playing up. Is that what he was out injured with? I can't actually remember. I believe so. I think it was one of those where if the outfield had been like the one that England played on the other day, as England did with Ben Stokes, I'm not sure he'd have played. Yeah. Um, and I think if it had been a South Africa or a, one of the top six nations, top five nations, I don't think he'd have played either. But I think it's kind of a nice game to ease him in. Obviously, he then retired hurt 
And so that's unrelated, I think. Though. Unrelated. Yeah, but it, it, that's a, potentially another bit of a setback for them, isn't it? Yeah. If, if, if he's in. The one thing I do want to ask you, we, we saw Conway yes. giving out reverse sweepers. Yes. Obviously, we had the Steve Smith LBW yesterday. Which I still don't um, think is controversial. You know, I've seen people have sent me the highlights of that, and we're not going to go back into that. But I didn't think it was that controversial when I saw how much it nipped off the pitch. I didn't realize it yeah. nipped off the pitch. But yeah, carry on with your one here. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure because a lot of people are saying from that first view. You know, there's a, like the, the first view you get is apparently from top. Yes. Now, I had a look at some of these. The, the Steve Smith one again today, because and I saw the Conway one, and when that ball first hit Conway and it showed it on the replay, I was like, he's outside off stump. He looked outside off, yeah. It, he just looks a long way outside off stump, like it's it 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 didn't look out, and then you see the replay and it's 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 obviously, well not obviously. I still had a look at it and went, Mate. and it the way it flashed up straight away in line, I was like, oh okay. I'm not sure if that first view that we're getting, whether it's something to do with how the cameras have been set. I was about to ask it, yeah. Because you looked at the two blue lines that there are, the sort of one foot either side of middle stump, mm-hmm. like that they use for the leg side wide line. And they see on the Steve Smith one, they certainly seem to be pointing to the very much to the right of the camera, which would bring the view that you're getting. So you can see more of off stump. You can see sort of from mid-off. Um, and that certainly appeared to be the case today, whereas when you they do then go down that straight down the line. Now, normally when I've been to cricket, the cameras are pretty much side by side. Yes. The, the three that they're using are pretty much side by side. But I don't know whether the first view we're getting, that front-on, so-called front-on view, is slightly wider, which would give the impression that everything is slightly more leg side yeah. or slightly further to the right than we think it is. What do you think? I, I was, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself a couple of things. Are the side screens as tall and as high as the ones that we have in other test plane nations? I can't remember. I've, n- I've not been looking out for the cameras. Now that we've had this discussion, I'm going to start looking out to see where those cameras are located. And, and if anybody... You know, listening to the pod knows of anybody out there, you know, doing commentary or just going to visit and watch watch the cricket, let us know because we'd be really interested in having a conversation with you or with them out there. But yeah, I, it, I agree with you. It must have something to do with the way that the cameras are set up because to the TV camera, it looks very, very odd. And then, yeah. but but again, we don't know how it's set up. So, yeah, very good point there, Ray but it's, it's an interesting one and one that we'll continue to research over the next couple of weeks. Um, we've, we've only got, what, six weeks left? So, you know, we... we yeah, I mean, you know, we might, I mean, I mean, depending on how it goes on, you never know, we might get flown out there to do some kind of camera analysis by the end of this. I doubt that. No, I don't, yeah, yeah. Never say never. But, uh, Let's see. <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. You're looking around. Yeah, yeah. Um, Huge game tomorrow. I don't actually know what the game is tomorrow. Pakistan, is India tomorrow? tomorrow. Huge game. A hundred and thirty thousand seat stadium. It was it's at the same ground as where the opening England v New Zealand game took place, I believe, isn't it? From some some of the the analysis. Yeah, it is at hearing. Omnibod. So yes, yeah, which is the same ground. So you reckon that's one hundred and thirty thousand seater? That's what they were saying. Wow. Okay, and there's going to be no Pakistan fans allowed in. What? 
That's very surprising. Well, they're not allowed in the country, are they? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah. Which, I mean, that if you're a Pakistani cricketer tomorrow, that could be one hell of an environment. Yeah. 130,000 baying Indians are going to be after you. I also won't want to be the doorman if <laughs> the, the, the Pakistan bowlers, I call us, decide to show up and India are 14 for four. <laughs> Kohli's out. KL rolls out. Rohit Sharma's out. And, and they are, that 130,000 will be making a beeline for the exit yeah. at a rate of knots. You won't want to be the first bus driver. No, 132,000 according to Google. I wonder if yeah. we're finally going to see our first sold out game. Because I don't think the Australian, the, the India-Australia game was sold out. It might have been, but it didn't look that way. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm interested in looking at the crowd instead of the cricket. Look, the cricket's going to be super interesting, don't get me wrong. But um, I'm interested to see what the crowd looks like. Well, it's, it, it's quite interesting when it comes to the crowds. Because I know we, we, we talk about it and we talk about the interest in it. But they reckon there was 22,000 at Australia versus South Africa the other day. What, on TV watching? No, no, no. <laughs> Within the ground. Obviously, it's a 45,000, 50,000-seat stadium. Yeah. They're massive, massive yeah, stadiums. Yeah. So if, if you're sat there yeah, in every sense. other seat. Yeah. But that's, that fills everything in, well, all the grounds in the UK, yeah. Yeah. other than Old Trafford, Lords, and the Oval. Yeah. That's every one of them <laughs> to capacity. It fills it's perception, isn't it? Other, other than the boring in South Africa, I believe it fills all the grounds in South Africa. It's a so you're really interesting way to going, look at it. Yeah, people are going, it's not selling out. And I can understand that in that absolutely cavernous stadium that, that you had 130,000 people in, <laughs> it's a bit like going to, when you, I, I went to the MCG a while ago and we got there on the first morning, there was 89,000 people in there rammed. By the end of the day, after one of the most turgid days of cricket I've ever witnessed in my life, there was probably 50,000 people still, or well, 45,000 people still yeah. there. It felt like we were playing on Twickenham Green and some there'd been a bomb scare. <laughs> like it, it was, it just didn't feel like there was any atmosphere yeah, at all. Yeah. But there's still 45,000 people there, most of which were the Barmy Army, granted. But I think it's one of those where we've got, you're not necessarily comparing apples with apples, so the saying goes, are you? It's but, a very good point that you've raised there. And we will look out for that crowd tomorrow. Um, we are going to be recording in a slightly different scenario because I have my awards dinner tomorrow night. And before my awards dinner, I am going to go and meet a few friends to go and watch the first Rugby World Cup semi-final. Um, and I am planning to record with you at half time of that game. So that will be interesting. And let's face it, we're both going to have had a bit. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I will be on my mobile. Simon will be on his mobile too, more than likely. We'll, we'll see where we end up and what we're doing. Well, no, I'll be at home. <laughs> But um, yeah, that episode will come out, I suspect, slightly um, later on Sunday morning compared to the rest of the episodes that we've been publishing. Yeah. Uh, what we'll do, Robert, is we'll leave it there for now. Any other thoughts? No, mate. Cool. I'm looking for It should be a good game tomorrow. I'll tell you what, it's a good day of sport tomorrow. Two Rugby World Cup semifinals, India v Pakistan cricket, and I've got sort out my front garden to get all the plasterboard taken out so the grabber can come and collect. <laughs> love it, love it. What a day. I, I look forward to catching up mainly about your garden tomorrow evening, Simon. So <laughs> we'll catch up with you later, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 